he loves celebrity gossip. The only thing that would make this any better is some hot goss. I mean, honestly, like, why does it take so long? I mean, Skype's free. We've said this before. But Skype just... Dial in your recording mode a little faster. Like, what's going on here? Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Sauce and Goss. I want to say week two, but, like, it's not week two. It's week 40 or something. I think this is actually literally week 40. Um, now, I know when we first started doing this show, by the way, I'm Ryan. I'm Fiona. Continue. And you you knew that already, but... I feel like it's a polite thing to introduce ourselves to the growing legion of new fans that you guys tell everybody, you know, to listen. Um, yeah, so I, I just feel, uh, what was I even saying? It doesn't even matter. I was complaining about Skype. Oh, yeah, so week 40. Now, <laughs> early when we were doing this show, we were doing a couple a week. Then we slowed it down to one because we were busy and now you know we're not that busy but we're just loading everything up into one so it's our 40th episode but we'll call it week two of 2021 how about that and uh yeah we're back and and as you guys now know with the re-debuting of the show we have a fixed segments with uh with delightful little drop-ins that i crafted and uh, Fee is usual. Well, I you gave me the clips, and then I molded them okay. into the audio. Yes. So you you're the thinker, and I'm the doer. Is that okay. is that fair? Yes. <laughs> you don't sound <laughs> like you agree. Um, what are we starting with? As per usual, we're gonna do some celeb goss. Gossip is the devil's telephone. Best to just hang up. Thank you, Moira. Yes, celeb goss. Hang up that telephone. Except don't hang it up. Pick it up always and drop tea with us here on Sauce and Goss. <laughs> Let's spill some on celebrities. And, and as per usual, I do not know what Fiona has cultivated for me to react to in the world of celebrity goss. Where are we starting? All right, so we're starting way back in the day of our childhoods. Um, Whoa. You may you may know them as London Tipton and uh, um, Home Alone guy Kevin, uh, <laughs> but Macaulay nowadays, Culkin? yeah. Um, well, his, his uh, screen name. I mean, I forget the Home Alone Kevin something is his Home Alone name. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember who's London like, Tippet or whatever Tip you said. <laughs> <laughs> London Tipton. Who's that? Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Oh, okay. And and, and she uh that was the Asian girl, right? Yeah. The rich snobby girl that yeah. bossed Ashley Tisdale around, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, Daddy. now I know who you're talking about. London Tippet. Yeah. Yes. Tippet. Uh, <laughs> I know. I heard you the first. I heard you the second time. I just wanted to be a dick. Okay. So, <laughs> what about those two characters? Okay. Well, they're real life people. <laughs> Brenda Song and Macaulay Culkin. Did right. you know that they were dating? 
for a while now and they just had a baby oh wow okay yeah i feel like i i feel like i did know that i i i swear to god like kate told me that they were a thing or or something um at one point and and i don't even know if you know this but like correct me if i'm wrong was was Kulks not dating Mila Kunis at one point? They were for like 10 years. Oh, A really? while ago. Oh, wow. A long time. Yeah, like long, time. long ago. Wow. I didn't know it was that extensive because now obviously. I'm pretty sure I saw that. She's married to the Kutch. Yeah. But, um, which is weird because he was married to a 700-year-old. That was rude what I just said there. Demi Moore is is a beautiful woman. It, it just it was strange that they were married. I thought anyway. Now he's married to Mila Kunis. Um, okay, so back to Kulks here. Him and and the song girl, they had a kid. Yeah, um, baby boy. They, been... they, I don't know, a few years. I don't know how long they really been together. Okay. Yeah, um, okay. she. Before was um, dating and engaged to uh, Trace Cyrus, Miley Cyrus's brother, um, and she faked a pregnancy <laughs> with him, How? and then and then How? well because she told everyone that she was pregnant, but she wasn't apparently. Oh, okay. This was okay. a f- few years ago, obviously. Um, and yes. then she was like, "Never mind," and then they broke up, and then her and Macaulay got together. And I have a baby boy um, named Dakota after his um, dead sister. So I can't make fun of that. You can't um, make fun of the name. Obviously, I wasn't going. Dakota's just up. It's a place, isn't it? So anyway, um, okay. So a lot to unpack just there at the end. What you said. Okay, so I'm I'm understanding. I'm following the story. Kulks and the song girl dating for a while. Neat had a kid. What you said after that though really caught my attention. Did you say that she was dating Miley Cyrus's half brother? Engaged to him. Oh, oh wow. They like had a ring on and everything. So right, and and I'm right in saying that, correct? That he's her half brother. Like Billy is their dad. Right, but I, he, I, I have no clue. Mom. That sounds right. I think so. Like we're talking about the guy that was in that shitty band Metro Station, correct? Correct. The real skinny fella. You you are talking about the same person. Yep, you with got the, it. With the emo you haircut. Shake, 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 shake it. Those fucking guys. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, you you sent me for a loop there because the well, whole yeah, time you were yeah. like, yeah, him. No. <laughs> so, okay. there Now, there are, speaking back to last week's re-debut, when we were talking about Demi Lovato's new series, uh, there are a lot of speculative theories that that gentleman – might have had something to do with some of her problems. Let me just say that. Uh, we won't specify what those are. You can you listen to the episode and you can figure out which incident I'm talking about. But there are many theories flying around the internet that implicate him 
potentially as the culprit of a certain heinous act. Now, we're not going to say that we think he did that, but based on what little I know of that gentleman, he's in one of the worst bands I've ever heard of all time and looks like a creep. And that's all we'll say about that. But good for Macaulay Culkin. You should add in (laughs) um, a a tea kettle sound effect there because he just spilt some pretty hot tea. Oh, oh my God. Um, That's a train whistle of tea right there. Um, Yeah, I that's great. And and I mean, Macaulay, because Macaulay Culkin for a little bit there, like he went like kind of off the deep end a little and. Remember, he got real skinny and looked like a corpse for a while there. And I mean, yeah, he's still like he looks better, but I mean, yeah. he does not look. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that I was attracted to him in the slightest. Like, I'm not going to say he looks healthy, but <laughs> he, yeah, he looks better. Like his eyes are so sunken in from getting no sleep through the two thousands. Cause he was hoovering cocaine like a madman. And so he just never, he didn't sleep for a decade. Um, and that's too bad, but good for him. He's a dad and may- maybe he's got his life under control, which is good news. And he won't ever, uh, he won't ever be home alone again. So congratulations, McCall's. Good for you. I like that. Um, But speaking of Home Alone, the reboot has finished filming. Why? Now, I didn't know that there was a reboot in progress, but apparently there there was. And it's done filming and it's going to premiere on Disney Plus one day. Oh, God. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's why not. Right. That's what we needed to reboot for sure. I like I feel like there should be like an unwritten rule in Hollywood that reboots have to happen like 30 years later and no sooner. It's got a then, Ellie Kemper Ellie Kemper in it like um Aaron from the office. Yeah, yeah. Um I can read this little paragraph here. Um please do. First announced back in 2019, the Disney Plus reimaging of the classic 1990 film reportedly stars uh, Kemper and Rob Delaney as adults who go to war with a kid, Archie Yates of uh, Jojo Rabbit, who has stolen a priceless heirloom in order to save their home from, from financial ruin. The movie is penned by SNL writers Mikey Day and Sturdier Seidel and directed by Dan Mazur. Um, I, that doesn't sound like Home Alone to me. <laughs> I don't I don't get Yeah, I'm that. having a hard time wrapping my head around the how it's a reboot. <laughs> they they took they took a funny object to save their home or whatever. That was never the the thing. The what they're see that's what it is, man. They're they're taking it and they're trying to like change the story a little bit to act like they're sort of not doing the same thing. Like, is it called Home Alone? I I don't I don't know. I think probably probably <laughs> yeah because then it's just like if it's not called home alone now it's just like a ripoff mm-hmm. which doesn't sound like a ripoff because they're like changing the formula of what the film like mm-hmm. the film was a kid that got left behind in robbers break in that yeah. that was it there and was no that was the whole plot in one sentence of the film remember that when you could just read a film <laughs> plot in one sentence and go everybody's on the same page 
I'll read, I'll read this too here. Um, the reboot has already come under fire from Chris Columbus, director of the original uh, blockbuster Home Alone. Yes. Who's slammed the new version of as a waste of time and criticized the studio for its lack of originality. Oh, Chris. So, yes. Very on very on board with that. And yeah, come on. Like, again, I, you know, I. Why can't that, anyone think of a new movie? Like, Jesus, <laughs> is there no, are we out of stories? Like, we can't Like, be, we're right? out of stories. There's something only like 20 something plot lines a movie can be. Like, someone, like, that was a whole like thing, like an article once that every movie falls into this subcategory of like 26 or something. Fine. Different. But <laughs> there's a lot of different things you can do with those plots. Well, the material could change exactly. once in a while. You could find a new story. Like, I I just, I'm, I mentioned this to you before we started recording. I'm playing a game right now that I finally got around to playing called Control. And it's one of the most weird, broken hard to piece together plot lines I've ever experienced. And it's very unique and sci-fi and weird. And I'm really enjoying it. And I, it's something I've never seen before. Like, yeah, you've seen the concept of like some evil entity and whatever the hell, but like the, the way the story's being told is original new characters. I've never heard before. And it's like interesting. And I'm right on Chris Columbus's uh, uh, boat here, uh, no pun intended, not the shitty old Chris Columbus that came and killed a bunch of Native Americans. This Chris Columbus that directed a beloved child's film. Million percent agree. Mm -hmm. Stop <laughs> ripping stuff off and just do something else. He, he said this like whole big paragraph here that I'm not going to read, but summed up is basically like, it's not going to be as good as my movie was. So stop it. You're wasting everyone's time and money. You can't make a film like this better than what it was. No, you really can't. There's nowhere you can push that. And that's why they're trying to be all original and do this like new type of storyline. And it's uh, you read the paragraph to me and I was like, that just sounds dumb. And I agree again <laughs> with Chris totally unnecessary there's nothing else i want to get out of the home alone storyline there is no storyline it was a contained little thing and then he went to new york and met donald trump like that's it and the bird lady that's it we don't need to rehash this like just do anything else you know how have we not come up with like a new horror character too? Like just, you know, the you know, let's just keep remaking Halloween every five years and you know, we'll get Rob Zombie to do one and then some other guy. It's just like, all right, guys, thanks. Some things just don't need to be rebooted. And I feel like there should be like a written in clause, like you can't do a reboot. Cause there are lots of great stories and movies we experienced and people before us experienced that are great stories that should be retold and re-updated and filmed again with better technology sure so that other generations can enjoy those stories but i feel like they do they always do it too soon you know what i mean and yeah. so if you did it with a 30 year minimum wait period the parents who are now parents are old enough to want to take their kids to see this story that they saw when they were kids. And it's 
been long enough that the parents maybe forgot about it and went, oh, yeah, I remember seeing that. They redid that. Neat. I'm going to take fucking little Dakota and see it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, but Kate and I were joking about this the other day. Like, they're going to redo Harry Potter in, like, five years probably. Now I haven't heard that officially, but, like, they probably will. Like, it, that would the be the worst idea. I, I would know. not I would not see that. I think the first one came out in 2001 or 2. And so, yeah, for sure any time now, it's been almost 20 years. Any time now they're going to be like we're redoing Harry Potter and one of the kids from Stranger Things is Harry. <laughs> like that's exactly what's going to happen, dude. Yeah, those kids, kids are getting around. It's they're kind fucking of annoying. in everything, man. <laughs> Last night, I just I wanted to have a little bit of dumb fun, and I'm like, Netflix has Godzilla two on there, and I'm like, I watch it. The thirteen girl or whatever or eleven, she's <laughs> in it, and I'm just like, okay, of course, it's a weird, creepy monster movie with weird shit going on. Of course, one of the Stranger Things kids has to be in it, right? So I don't know. But congrats, Macaulay Culkin. Uh, way to go. And hooray for Home Alone. But don't watch it. Yeah, pretty much. You've also, seen- if it's, yeah, like premiering on Disney Plus, they do that really stupid thing whenever they come up with a new movie that's like by them. They charge you like $30 on top of the membership fee to watch it on like, like that's what they did with Mulan and like this like Raya like dragon movie. So like they'll they probably do that. do that with Home Alone. They can't, they can't do that. Uh, they have I, like, done it. <laughs> I like for sure. Way to not get me to watch a movie is charge me extra on top of a streaming service I'm paying for. Absolutely. So there's absolutely no way you could convince me to watch that. No. And so I this agree. will be the first and only time it's mentioned on this podcast because I'm not watching that. I've I've seen Home Alone. <laughs> One yes, and it two. will not. It will not Many end times. up in our review category. No way. No. I I I fucking reviewed it earlier. It was a fun kids movie and a kid gets fights off two robbers with goofy booby traps and a tarantula. That that's the movie, guys. And then his family comes home cuz they forgot him. What pieces of shit are they, eh? And then they do it again in the middle of the city. Like, way to go, <laughs> McAllisters. You know, really top-notch parenting there. Although our friend that introduced this section, Moira Rose, a.k.a. Catherine O'Hara, was the mom in those movies. Was she the mom in the second? Absolutely she was. The same cast all, all came yeah, back. Yeah, you'd have to have the same cast. Yes, that's right. So, I'm. I, hey, man, I ask dumb questions. Catherine O'Hara was the mom in that. And so, you know, the movie rips even more. But there's your review, and you don't need to see the new one. <laughs> all right. Now, remember last week how I was complaining about how every um entertainment piece online is something about someone on the bachelor yes okay well here's this next topic it's about someone from the bachelor uh, oh. <laughs> no but real quick it, it's um former bachelor star colton underwood has star that's what they say has come out as gay <laughs> okay <laughs> and he's got a netflix show no about being gay and no. living his life no <laughs> no like, uh, <laughs> why would anyone need a show about this 
person who appeared in a different reality show just living his normal life. It's not about anything. It's just about him. Why does he think he's special? Yeah, this isn't anything. Like, that's that sucks that, like, people are getting show. This is why everybody is getting rid of cable. Like, you know, I'm assuming it's going to be on, like, Netflix or yeah, something. Yeah, I just, yeah, It'll Netflix. Streaming. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you know what? People are starting to get rid of that, too. It just, what horse shit. Like, and and for the record, in case anybody doesn't know, we're accepting of everybody here at Sauce and Goss. I have absolutely no problem with the guy being gay, obviously. I have lots of gay friends, and I'm not just saying that. I'm not a token white guy, eh? Okay? But I don't care that he's gay. Mo- and what I mean by and that anything is... And is more interesting. It's like, wow, that must have really been annoying for you to be on a show about women fighting for your attention. And it's, it's like, oh, none of you are are good enough for me. Like, that would have been so awkward. It's not interesting to me at all because, like, if someone, if I find out someone, most of the time someone I don't know, is gay, I, my reaction is what everyone's reaction should be. I just go, oh, and so, uh, first of all, I don't even know who that who this guy is. <laughs> Second of all, hilarious that you were on this dumb show about, yeah, like 40 women's tongues in your mouth trying to get you to marry them. <laughs> and and now, like, your show, because, like, what can the show possibly bring to anyone's life? Because we know what gay people are. Like, we <laughs> we hang out with them and, like, are very well accustomed to what that community is all about. Are we going to see something that like, we don't know? Like, no. Okay. I'll read this this person special. (laughs) A little bit by ET Canada here. Um, Yeah. um, The show will focus on um, about Underwood living his life publicly as a gay man while details are being kept under wraps. The outlet reports that Olympian Gus Kenworthy will also appear on the show, acting as a guide of uh, some Olympian named Gus Kenworthy, acting as a guide of sorts for Underwood. As a a guide, this is how you live your life? Okay, I mean... It's a guide! (laughs) You don't need a guide to be gay. Like, if you are something, you just are that. It's like how when like, it's like how when you, it's like instinctual, you just do that thing. It's kind of like how when like alligators are born, they just immediately start chomping on shit. It's just what they're wired to do. If you're wired to be gay, then just be gay. You don't need some Olympian who I never heard of that definitely has a fake name. Kenworthy? Sure, that's fake. You don't need that guy telling you how to be gay because like, like i if I you are how, gay like, it, just do it there's still like yeah he'll i'm certain he'll face some sort of discrimination he hasn't before which um, sucks not That's being out so i mean telling. maybe he would need someone to help him kind of cope with that and learn how to get past those um kinds of issues but I mean, is this okay. going to be a recurring role about telling this guy how to live his life? Like, I don't get it. It's going to be interesting, and I don't... I, what are they going to call it? 
Colton Underwood gave him. <laughs> yeah, like what is this even? Like I don't know. I just you don't. I don't need to see him be guided. Like that's the only interesting aspect. What you said is if it it's like a thing where they show him having to deal with discrimination from yeah. different sources of his life. Then that's like, like a if, pretty decent show because a lot of other people in his position can learn from that, and other people who make that like do those bad things can learn. Oh, maybe I shouldn't do that anymore. But it doesn't sound like that's what it is. I'd be I'd be more inclined to watch a show specifically about that though with just random normal people. Yeah. I don't care don't that need, this celebrity oh, yeah. guy is like suddenly saying he's gay and maybe he's been gay the whole time or in the very least bisexual which is a million percent cool but like now he's just like I'm I'm openly gay for some reason that's supposed to matter cuz I was on that dumb show and now you're going to watch me like the the only thing that would interest me is that is like if like his dad is an asshole or something say and he's like super rattled about his son now being gay apparently and 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 he like beats his dad up or something i'd watch that episode but mm -hmm. the like but if the whole show is supposed to be like showing this random famous famous quote unquote person that no one like cares about and they're going through some journey on and being taught how to be gay by some Olympian whose name's made up. Like, that's nothing. And and again, he's only got the show because he was on this other dumb show. And that's why, exactly. again, I would say I would rather watch a show about, about random struggles real life of people. being. Yes, of the struggles of being a gay person with real people. That's a good yeah. show idea. That would be a That's way educational. more compelling show because then you could like hear things from like real people that like aren't just on a show because they were on a show. They're there. Like I just really question the 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 logic behind mm -hmm. doing this show with this person. I, I don't feel like they're the best representation of and trying to it get it says here that he's a former pro football player but it doesn't say what team he's from this made so maybe up that guy no no um this colton underwood bachelor guy really yeah well now i gotta look i gotta i gotta Colton Underwood, American TV person. It seems like he's just someone who wants to be in the spotlight and he'll do anything, <laughs> like sign any contract to be on any show. Oh, okay, yeah. So he was a, a football tight end at Illinois State and he was signed by the Chargers as an undrafted free agent in 2014 and made appearances on the practice squad of the Oakland Raiders and Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. And then he went on this show. Okay. I, yeah. And I'm seeing all the articles here on good morning America and all this shit. I'm, I'm gay. I came to terms with that earlier this year and I've been processing it. I'm the happiest and healthiest I've ever been in my life. Great, great news. Yeah. Awesome. awesome that you're like living your true self and, and acknowledging who you are. But why the show? Uh, I don't know that I need to watch a show about that, though, because regular people are going through that every day and they don't have the lens of like celebrity to like deal with yeah. it. So 
I, I yeah, that's a pass for me for former bachelor guy. I, I don't give a <laughs> fuck about his show. Like uh, with this former made up Olympian. No. Former made up. Yeah. All right. I, and I, and I, one I, more, I, uh, one more piece of celeb stuff here. This is, I saved the best for last. My girl, Selena Gomez, um, to inspire people to get COVID-19 vaccine by hosting the Global Citizens Vax Live, the concert to reunite the world. So there's going to be some really big online concert that Selena Gomez is hosting to like raise money to get um, people around the world vaccinated. How wow. nice is that? Like- Jennifer Lopez, Eddie Vedder, Foo Fighters, J Balvin, and H.E.R. will perform at the event. And wow. also appearances by... Um, I like two of those. NC127. I don't know who they are. Um, nope. YouTube creators, um, Daniel L. Travieso, uh, Kitty Morton, Shoot for Love, Them Mahalaba, I'm sorry, and the Try Guys. I've heard of them. <laughs> yeah, so I've not heard of basically any of the rest. But when you said Eddie Vedder, and Foo Fighters, that part made me happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll watch that part. It uh, and it doesn't say dude. that Selena Gomez is performing because it just says hosting. But if I don't get a performance from her, I'm going to be real upset. Surely she must be. She's got it, would, right? it would rip if she like did some songs with like all the artists. Like if, if yeah. her and, and wow. Foo Fighters sang like Everlong yeah. together. That so that's happening um, May 8th. Interesting. And so, like, is it like a free thing that she's streaming on YouTube or something? Like, what are the yeah, do you have to it, buy tickets? Um, um, it'll be on uh, ABC, ABC News Live, CBS, YouTube, iHeart Media broadcast radio stations, and the iHeart Radio app. Oh, holy so, shit! Yeah, it'll be pretty free. And wow. then, um, partner YouTube will stream yeah, ninety. Okay, that yeah, YouTube will be the one streaming 90 minutes of all those YouTube people. And um yeah, it's going to be um calling on philanthropists and corporations to donate um quote enough um dollar do- dollars for doses to vaccinate over 27 million uh, healthcare workers around the globe. Well, that's really cool. Yeah, it's Good. a part to prioritize um, the equitable distribution of vaccines for everyone everywhere. Amazing. Well, good for Selena. Yeah. I like, I like her a lot as a person. And um, I thought it was fucking lame when she took all that heat uh, right on the chin, by the way, uh, like a champ for, for that 13 reasons why show people were all pissed off at her for it i i thought that was stupid um and like she always seems to just be like doing good stuff you know Mm -hmm. she just she's always doing good stuff and everyone's always hating on her and it's like if you don't like selena gomez are they yes she has a lot of people hating on her yeah a lot of them are people who like justin bieber and Haley bieber (laughs) but (laughs) there's other people out there too that just don't like her and it's if you don't like her you should be embarrassed to admit that because she's the perfect human being well yeah like i don't know all i i don't hang out with her but um that i tell people about anyway but i you know what i know of her and what i see of her i like a lot i i she seems to always be doing cool shit and um 
Yeah, I I've I've never had a you know moment of distaste toward her where I thought, oh, I don't like Selena Gomez. Like she seems like pretty rip roaring. I don't know. Um good for her. I'll probably watch that. That that sounds yeah, cool. At least the people you like. It'll be super fun. Yeah, um, I'll yeah. watch the people I like I- for sure. Um <laughs> I don't want to watch any of the rest of it, but yeah, like, uh, Hey, good for her. And, and you know what it, 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 for people like me, from my perspective, you know, on the topic of like the artists there, I like, you know, uh, I think it says something about her that like people like Eddie Vedder, who, if you don't know, is, is the lead singer of the very famous rock band Pearl jam. Um, and people like Dave Grohl and, and the Foo Fighters, uh, for people like that to like, you know, hook on to her cause, like they obviously think very highly of her too. And Eddie Vedder and Dave Grohl, who for somehow, if you don't know this, Dave was the drummer of Nirvana. So he's been in two of the hugest rock bands of all time. Uh, and is one of my heroes. Um, for people like that to want to get involved, like obviously they think very highly of her. Right. So, I mean, I think that says something. Mm-hmm. I mean, like Dave Grohl seems like the type of guy that couldn't hate anybody. So there you go. Um, cool. I'll definitely watch that. Good for yeah, Selena. Very exciting. This could be like a, a nomination for our Why Do You Do segment, which you stick around for in Quincy's hot beat at the start. But like uh, you said, oh, like she gets hate b- like because people like Haley Baldwin better or whatever. Like, why do people care that much about who celebrities are with? Like, they're not going to date you. They're not going (laughs) to hang out with you. You, me, and all the other peasants are sevens at best. We dare not stare into the sun and, and dream of hanging out with tens. That's not what we are here for. So why do you care? Like, your favorite celebrity that gets spurned by their bad ex in the press, they don't see any of your support and don't care. And anything that you say to them, if they ever heard you, is not going to influence who they date next, nor should it. Mm-hmm. So who cares? I don't know. That's a dumb reason to hate a celebrity. Just like, I'm trying to think of an example of like, too slow. Here's a great one. I really like Jennifer Aniston. I really like Brad Pitt. I don't love that Brad Pitt kind of shit on her and left and then hooked up with Angelina Jolie, married her for almost 15 years, I think, adopted a bunch of kids and then divorced her and then re-hooked up with Jennifer Aniston. And I also happen to really like Angelina Jolie in this love triangle. Tomb Raider ripped. I don't care what anybody says. So I like all three of the people in that love pyramid. And I don't hate any of the other ones just because Brad did this and now she's sad. Like, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. I still watch Brad. Pitt They're not movies. your friends, so it doesn't really no, matter. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston's forever to me, Rachel from Friends. And so that will bring me endless joy. And Brad Pitt is in like 40 movies that I love. I'm trying to think of a really bad Brad Pitt movie where I was like, boy, that was terrible. Can't really think of one off the top of my head. Inglorious Bastards shreds. And he's in that. 
So, yeah, I don't know why people get that worked up. Selena rips and let's watch the concert. Yeah. All right. So next up, we've got our uh, loser nominations of the week. Stay tuned. Yes. Biggest loser hit the clip. (laughs) Man, you are one pathetic loser. (laughs) Our pets' heads are falling off. Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber. You go and do something like this. Uh, biggest loser. Dumb and dumber, man. That movie's the greatest. Um, <laughs> our pets' heads are falling off. I love it. Um, I'll let you start. Sure. Uh, you know, like, because to my understanding, you have multiple submissions and we'll allow that. We'll allow that. Oh, okay. I'm doing all of them? Well, why not? You You said that you had one thing that was not as serious and then another more serious one. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So yeah, we'll start with the not so serious one. It's just really funny. Um, there's this girl walking, um, downtown somewhere. I don't know where it was. Um, just going to the bar somewhere in America. Cause bars are open, I guess. Gotta be um, Florida. <laughs> um, she's walking down the street and, um, this car zooms past her going like 40 miles an hour or something and chucks an egg out the window and the egg pegged her right in her eye, oh. shatters, yolk all down her like face, shell all over her face, huge, huge black eye, <laughs> like so much pain just from this random car just whipping an egg. That sucks. <laughs> like think so- of the aim. Like that's so, like I that's so impossible to make, <laughs> but they did it. <laughs> that and. And just to clarify before I tell a quick story about throwing objects out of cars, <laughs> who's the loser in this scenario? The poor girl that got hit? Because I saw her eye. You showed yeah. me the, the video and I was like, oh my God, look at her eye. Like, I mean, <laughs> a car going that fast, like anything you See, throw that's what, out of there is I also, I couldn't, I, I couldn't really decide who's the loser, the thrower or the girl, because they're both losers in their own respect. <laughs> He's I a loser mean, for doing it, and she's a loser for being the one who got egged. I guess. I don't know. I felt bad for her. Like I, I don't know. Yeah, so like do I. Nice that girl. must have hurt so bad. You're going to have a fun girls' night, and you end up in the ER. Yeah, you <laughs> got hit you with an egg. Before you get to the club. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I felt bad for her. I, she looked like the girl next door, you know? So I, I don't know. That's really funny. I'll tell a quick story. I remember once, and I don't know that I believed it when I heard it because he was a little tipsy when he told me, but I've had this story corroborated from numerous other sources, and so I I tend to believe it. My dad used to tell us a story. You know how parents are, man, when they have a couple too many, they start telling you stories that they've told you 17 times already? Like literally not in reference to the show. I heard the tale of how my dad met my mother 400 times. And I, each time you just nod along like, and then what happened? Oh, so he used to tell us this story all the time about how, when he grew up in Orangeville here in Canada, they used to drive around being little shits, you know, as teenagers do. And, this is a weird thing that happens in these small towns and like Orangeville's bigger now, but small town 
anywhere Canada, people just get together with their cars, mostly teenagers, because they're excited to just go anywhere. And they hang out in parking lots. And it just is like a weird phenomenon. For some reason, as a teenager, you're just drawn to open pavement. (laughs) And you sit there on each other's tailgates. So this is occurring one night in the Canadian Tire parking lot. My dad and uh, some of his friends are out driving. And his one friend, Mitchell, I believe it was, who later went on to be in the army. Uh, they, they were always do. Yeah, they he ripped. He was a great dude. He they were ripping around and somebody was eating. And this is such a gross thing. I feel like our parents generation used to do. They were rolling around with an open packet of raw hot dog wieners, just eating them out of the pack. That is so gross to you me. Think that that's something our like just parents back in the day used to do. Dude, everyone. <laughs> <heard of> that. <laughs> You've never heard of that? Yeah. Ask your parents, man. People would just get raw hot dogs, like as if you were going to roast them, and sometimes just eat them right out of the packet. And I was like, yeah, "That's because they're disgusting. packaged like pre-cooked, so like, yeah, health-wise, still... you don't have to cook them." But I mean, I guess they're you're it's pretty still messed gross. up if you don't cook them, in my opinion. So someone had this open pack of of weens. And I believe it was Mitchell took one of them. They were driving by the parking lot. There's a bunch of people out there and there's a guy from school that they don't like sitting there in his car with his window down, moving at like, you know, 30 kilometers an hour where whatever it was, Mitchell threw a hot dog from their moving car through the open window of this guy's (laughs) still car and hit him right in the face and they chased them across town, which is fantastic. <laughs> and I just remember thinking, there's no way that happened. Think about the window, literally, of space that you've got to put that through. But I had that story corroborated from a few other sources. And so, Dad, I'll give you that one. All right? But who's the loser in that tale? Wait, so... You tell me. How do you I meet- vote for the guy eating the wieners. He's How did you meet your loser. mom then? Was oh, she with that- the other guy? No. How funny would that be? <laughs> My parents fell in love because of a wiener? God. <laughs> My parents hey, fell in love. You my boyfriend. Well, let me weird oh. you next. <laughs> oh, my God, Fiona. That's my parents. I know. I'm so sorry. It's but when jokes just line themselves up like that, you yeah. have to say it. Right in the eye. Um, yeah. How hilarious would that be, though, if like uh, uh, my parents' divine intervention through a ballpark Frank um that didn't happen they met whitewater rafting okay so a little bit more badass give me some credit here um so anyway uh yes the that poor egg girl uh that's a bummer i i say the car guys are losers though you had a more serious one though to to cue in on yeah this um something people i think everywhere are familiar with yeah hopefully and if not then you need to um check on your news sources make sure you're getting some some good ones um this loser uh, comes from minneapolis a police officer of course um Uh (laughs) 
Come on, let's be honest. American police officers, a lot of them are losers. And it's for things well, like this. They show. <laughs> um, she, a 26-year veteran of the force, mistook her gun for a taser and fatally shot a black man. I mean, you. how do you... 26 years, how do you not know you're firing a gun versus a taser? And also why, like, so he, this is happening, you know, just blocks away from the Derek Chauvin um, trial for murdering George Floyd. And now it's like, so they've not improved at all. I mean. (laughs) Now, I, I'm very familiar with this. I'm sure many of our listeners are. This is a bummer topic, but. You know, obviously there's uh, a lot of uh, unrest again and protesting and that shouldn't surprise anybody. Um, And yeah, a crazy thing that I saw too, two things on this. Obviously this cop is the biggest loser of all time. Like my my nomination is uh, like collectively pretty huge losers as well, but not like this. Um, They didn't kill anybody like an idiot. Um, and, and, and mistake their, their boom, boom, kill people tool with a a shocky stick. So, um, yeah, I I heard, uh, that I guess the, the young man killed Dante Wright, I believe was his name. Mm -hmm. Uh, rest in peace, obviously. Uh, I heard that George Floyd's girlfriend was his teacher, which is crazy. Uh, because Dante's aunt was like talking about this the other day when they had their televised family, you know, st- mm-hmm. statement, if, if you will, or whatever. So that's crazy. Like that's wild. Um, and, and also th- that aspect of it too, that she mistook her gun for a taser. Mm-hmm. There's just like. The cops, like, this is why things need to change and, like, Chauvin needs to go away for life and some of his defense attorneys' explanations have been just utterly insane. The The biggest reason, I think, why people of color and bi- biracial people, uh, pe- uh, Asian people, people from all different, you know, d- descents uh, and races... And I mean, we're all a human race, right? I mean, it's hard to believe that sometimes when shit like this happens. I think people, uh, you know, that that feel racialized, rightly so, by the police in many countries, for some reason, particularly the United States, uh, continue to feel that way because the police fuck up and then they they don't get in trouble for it. And in the process of not getting in trouble for it, which is insulting enough, they they come up with excuses that are really insulting to the intelligence of, uh, you know, a monkey, really. <laughs> like, a monkey wouldn't believe this. A fucking parrot wouldn't believe the dumb shit that police come up with. I've been on the force for 26 years Living in America, I would assume probably maybe shot someone before or in the very least drew her service weapon on a couple of occasions. Yet, for some reason on this day in the same city as George Floyd with a person that was the same skin color, 
for some reason today, I forgot that this was actually my gun. Also, like, also, when you since... pulled it out, did yeah. you not see it? And I... also, since she didn't mean to be holding her gun, she thought she was tasering him. She obviously didn't think she was that threatened where she needed her gun. So we can assume he didn't have a weapon. I don't know the he details did. of how this he did. came. Yeah, so he, it's not like she was threatened. So there was no, there was literally no need for anyone to die because she was like, it's just unbelievable. It's not like she accidentally fired her gun. It was, she, <laughs> she pulled out her gun when she didn't need to. She saw a black guy and, and thought, like we said about my biggest loser of the week last week, and thought it's a young black guy. Uh, you know, with his hat on sideways, for sure he's got a gun. That's what happened. And mm -hmm. that's not what I think uh, at all. I'm just saying that's the thought that goes through these these police officers' head. Young black guy over there, maybe with baggy pants and his hat on sideways, definitely he's got a gun. I got to shoot him. Like, it's so crazy, man. The other disturbing thing about this that I discovered the other day and this went viral. This this guy posted this video about it because you can look up co uh, court files online. Uh, the reason that there was a warrant out for Dante Wright's arrest is because this the state judicial court sent a court summons to him by mistake. They meant to send it to somebody else, sent it to him. He, of course, doesn't show up for this court case that he doesn't need to be at. And so when that happens, a warrant is put out for your arrest because you failed to summon, you know, be summoned to, to court. So he got killed at the end of the day, one, mainly from an obviously racist, terrible police officer. And two, because of a clerical error. That just didn't need to occur. Unreal. So yeah, biggest loser of all time. Yeah. Uh, oh, hope, yeah. I hope she goes to prison, but she I won't. Can't. Or if she does, it's going to be long enough. Well, I don't know. Maybe just because of Chauvin and all that, and may maybe, but like I, I just right out of the gate have a hard time putting, you know, putting any faith in anything that this officer says. Like twenty six years. For sure, you pulled your gun out before. You would know the difference. Uh, there's no way a taser's as heavy. Uh, just like this, I'm just not buying it, and it's insulting that the police try and sell us on this. And this happens in uh, this happens in Canada too. Sometimes, man, there was a thing the other day where the cops shot uh, a black teenager in Toronto because they mistook him for someone who was implicated in a kidnapping case or something, and they shot this teenager. Uh, yeah, it's it's this. And like, just the cops have so much trust put on their shoulders out of the gate the second they get a badge, mm -hmm. and, and and when they're all just so trigger happy, like it seems that way. And like this, and I'm not going to take anything away from how hard the job is. I couldn't do it. I I, I don't think you could do it. Um, I don't think ninety percent of people I know could do it. And, and that should be how, how we all feel. We should all feel like, oh, man, that like 
it should be like firefighting. Like, oh man, that job is like really important. Like I want like the best of the best doing it, you would think. But that's not the reputation, unfortunately, that police have earned. And not all police, obviously. I've almost had zero interaction with police officers in my life. And the ones I have have been very cordial and like, you know, out in public, whatever, you know, I, you know, but I'm not a person of color either. I don't, I don't deal with the, you know, uh, from like, yeah, not all cops are bad, but the reputation of your, profession is going to be damaged mm -hmm. uh for just some like irreparably when when the job is so important and so often fuck-ups like this happen it's going to kind of ruin it for other people so oh god it's just sad really yeah. at the end of the day that they get away with this stuff sorry you were gonna say oh no I, like along the same lines, like not all men are bad, but enough have built up a bad reputation where you kind of have to be weary of most of them. Same like with cops, like not all cops are bad, but you don't know which ones are. So. Well, yeah. Like you said, treat right? them all like, like they are. Is, yeah. You, you would, you know, I think be forgiven by most people for, for thinking that right. And that's a great example from your perspective, right? As as a as a girl, um, woman. Sorry, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I don't want to get canceled. I don't want to get canceled. That's Miss Woman to you. Um, as a woman in today's society, and really society forever, um, I can understand why if it was dark out like it is right now and you and I were in a parking garage alone together I can understand why you would be a little leery I mean assuming we don't know each other because yeah. if we ran into each other in a parking garage we would just do a podcast right there exactly. but <laughs> it would be echoey <laughs> but if we didn't know each other and I'm a pretty big dude and you're pretty not big at all I could understand how if you saw me from across a barren parking garage and both our vehicles were in the middle, how you would be pretty leery about going over there because men yeah. are fucking creeps. And 98.99% of fucking crime dramas are some crazy creepy dude killing yeah, yeah, you everybody. Got, you'd have to walk keys in between your knuckles, phone Millions. in hand. Yeah. Either on the phone or pretending you're on the phone. And then... I know Here's what you get in and you lock the doors immediately. Oh yeah, absolutely. You throw that car into fucking reverse so fast. I've yep. seen, I've seen like girls do it, you know, like be, and, and I'll say this not to, you know, paint me out as a saint or anything, but like, I think I'm a pretty good dude. Like when we were in college and, and like, you know, you took a very similar program to me, um, you know, in broadcasting, we would, you know, get projects that were pretty time consuming. And so a lot of us would stay late at the college. Like we're talking, you know, 11 at night in the computer lab, like hanging out. And if any of the girls like were leaving, we would like go with them to their car because, you know, mm -hmm. especially. Well, yeah, it's the least a that a, a friend could do. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, you know, in you, gotta. you know, 
college guys are creeps, you know, yeah. especially. And but we were all like, yo, like obviously we're not gonna let them walk into the middle of the night um, in this secluded area by themselves. That's you know, mm-hmm. I'd be scared if I was walking around in the dark by myself. Yeah. You know. And here's um, the thing, while we're on the topic, if you guys are wanting to better yourselves and not make women afraid, um, if you're walking down the road with them on the same, and you see you're approaching them, move to the other side of the road. Make it make it super obvious that you're not following them, you're trying to get away from them, you don't have anything to do with them. That'll make them feel better, that they're not being followed. Yeah, Okay hot tip that I never really considered yeah. before. Then again, I don't really go walking at night. Yeah. Um, it doesn't even ever. have to be at night. Well, at night, yeah. Even at day, daytime, just, scary. Everything little, is scary. Everything is scary. I'm a woman help. Um, no, I understand. I completely understand why, man. And, and it's the same type of, yeah, like little m- mental pocket that you have where, you, you don't even maybe necessarily consciously think about it. You just immediately nowadays back to the whole police thing immediately go, Oh shit, a cop. Like I, I like you're scared inherently, especially if you're a person of color, which is awful. And then I can understand the same type of thing. Like you said, inherently how, you know, a woman would like be in a, a space or open empty area somewhere alone, you know, especially in the dark with, you know, some guy and they don't know who the hell this guy is. And subconsciously you're like slowing down kind of like, Oh, fuck. I, this is sad. Like I know girls who like have told me that, that when like they leave work and have like done this for a long time, that when they leave work and it's dark out, or they leave anywhere and are going to be by themselves traveling to their car or wherever that they pre-dial 911 like and have it ready so they don't like if something happens they just have to hit call I've done that before in uh when I was in London Well Nighttime. London is <laughs> it's a yeah exactly and downtown London is a sad state of affairs i can understand that for sure um but that's sad you know that shit like that has to happen and it's sad that police are still just shooting black people all the time it's fucking Mm -hmm. it's ridiculous man i can't believe that this is and they just yeah like just get them in trouble like do the right thing and fire them and put Mm -hmm. them in prison remember that i'll say this lastly remember that one crazy story about that cop that got home and shot that black guy in her apartment, but it wasn't her apartment. She was living in this apartment building. This cop thought she was at her door, broke the door down and finds this black man sitting in his apartment. And she shot him because she thought it was her apartment. Like, how is that? And like, that guy just still kept her job. Like, come on. You should be burger flipping or like in prison. In prison. Come on. Maybe both at the same time. I don't know if they give you barbecues in there, but like, honestly. No, you just have to like be like 
serving that schlomp of mashed potatoes or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. They got to do something about policing, man, everywhere. It's gotten too fucked. Yeah. And they're not doing they're not doing enough. All right, you're deciders. <laughs> the deciders. The deciders aren't doing anything about shitty police officers that can't tell a taser from their asshole. Um yeah, man. I got to I got to say like and and I my pick's going to lose, but and I'm fine with that cuz the whole point of the segment really and you can vote on Twitter at @saucingospod uh, in the in these polls, the whole point is really just to rip on people that are dumb. The there are people in Montreal. I saw the video the other night. I think Sunday night, and Quebec here in Canada has like you know has had for a while like very strict like lockdown curfews and stuff. Well, I guess like they reimposed them or whatever because of more rising cases. And again, I didn't want to talk about the pandemic, but here we are. And uh, crazy people were like on Notre Dame Street in Old Town, Montreal, smashing all the windows of all the businesses in protest because they're angry about the curfew. Like, I don't understand, like, the, like smashing people's livelihoods yeah. in, how it's, that Wow, I want to be across. able to go outside whenever I want and go into businesses whenever I want. So I'm going to destroy them so I can never go in them again. What? <laughs> Man. People, like, businesses, especially local ones, have had, like, an extremely... Like a ninety percent of them are going to be closed by the time this ha- like is over, and people like by doing that, like you're giving them already, they're already under such financial pressure, and now you're just being a dick, and now they've got to fix like a two thousand dollar window because you're cranky that you can't go out and and get an orange Julius. Like what the hell, man? I I just don't understand. Um, honestly, during this entire pandemic, I've been at home 98% of the time. And like for the majority of it, probably a near same percentage haven't even left the house and I've been fine. Like I'm (laughs) bored and I want to do stuff like I'm fine. I'm fired up about not seeing people generally. Uh, the majority of the human populace bothers me. It gives me anxiety to be around them. And I've been fine locked inside on my couch, not seeing them. I'm fired up about it. And I just don't understand. I couldn't imagine walking downtown here in town and just kicking in the front window of the bakery because I can't go inside. (laughs) Like, I love the bakery and I want a pie and I want them to let me in when this is over if they're still there, God willing. Like, I just... You're such losers, man. Yeah. And I tweeted. Little whiny babies. Yeah. And I tweeted about it and was like, when are people going to start spontaneously combusting? Like, when is that sci-fi thing going to become a reality where people that are just pieces of blatant shit like that, that are picking up tables and throwing them through the front door of businesses just burst into flames and melt in cinders in front of us all. And we all just go, Dave's gone. And the wind blows his ashes away. His (laughs) shitty window smashing ashes. Like when is this happening? Or, I mean, it was in Quebec. So Pierre 
when is Pierre going to burst into flames? Like, can someone catch it on camera and just confirm to me there's some goodness in the world here? Like, I know I'm being overdramatic and that's the show. But like, how are these people not bursting into flames? I'm fed up with people not bursting into flames, Fiona. That's really what this is about. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. hundred percent. Oh, well. <laughs> Someday. All right. That's now fires would be. They'd be spontaneous. <laughs> Let's cue up Quincy's anthem here. Really quick, though. Could you imagine like taking a raw weenie out and roasting it over your friend? <laughs> that burst into flames because he's a piece of shit window smashing asshole yeah roll the clip why do you do What a beauty. Forever part of the pod and part of our hearts. Uh, why do you do? Again, you know what? I'll concede to you. I, I want you to start this off. Great great start to the show so far. It's not the start. We're like in the heart of it. That was a dumb thing to say. And I'm not going to edit it. But I want you to go first. What is your why do you do? This is where, where we ask why people do certain things maybe not even people one day we might ask why sharks only bite surfers but like you know what i mean (laughs) it could be anything why do you do what is yours all right um so i'm just wondering why people have to complain when subtitles are on because sometimes i like to i like to have my subtitles on all the time and if i'm with this hasn't happened like that recently, obviously, because I'm not around other people when I'm watching my Netflix. Um, but like if I have a friend like, oh, can we turn off the subtitles? Like, why? Like, just don't look at them. Let me read along. Sometimes you miss words. Sometimes I'm eating a snack and the crunching. I can't hear the TV. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> also, to that end, um, just make movies and shows more fun fucking hearable you know maybe turn the volume up like every single like dark office scene where two people are having a secret conference doesn't need to be at the audible level of death's whisper yeah or like like when the music or sound effects are too loud over top of the dialogue because i can turn up the tv but it's just making the noise louder and the people like still can't hear or even if i can hear i still want to like i don't know i still like to read like i don't like i don't have any problems hearing that often but i still like to read along i don't know what to tell you some people absorb things better when they're reading it as they hear it um i know a lot of people that watch movies and shows exclusively with subtitles on I've gotten so used to doing it because a lot of times like I'll fall asleep watching shows, but I still like to watch it as I fall asleep, but at a quiet volume. So I have the subtitles on so I can laugh along and be like, oh, that's what they said. Um, You know what I mean? So I've gotten really used to it. I actually prefer having the subtitles on and especially for the reasons I said. One, I, I do find I retain things a lot more when I when I read it as well. And, and two, 
the people mixing these movies and shows mix it so goddamn quiet. Like, how come? Like, I get it. They're whispering in the movie, but you could let us hear. <laughs> like, you could let us hear it. And, you know, you know who would have something to say about that? Papa Quincy, because he's a master mixer and and would agree that, hey, everyone on shows, just tell your audio guy to mix you louder on the fluffy mic that they hold above people's heads that you see in the behind the scenes footage. Just tell that guy to turn it up. <laughs> I'm watching. I want to hear. And then maybe and then maybe we wouldn't all, you know, or some of us anyway, complain about seeing subtitles, which again, I don't really understand the complaint of it either, but there you go. Do you have anything to add to your, any no. thoughts? No, I killed it. Okay. Um, my, why do you do, uh, Hey, I, this is something that, you know, everyone I think has been guilty of, but when you take a step back and see an example of it outside yourself and you go, you see it for what it is, I think we all go, hey, that's dumb. And what it is is, and, and again, we've all done this in our lives. I've done it for sure. I know I have. I'll give you examples. How come people shit on new fans of things that they like? Like, yeah, and you're nodding because you know exactly what I'm talking about. How come people have to all act like the snobbiest I was here first fuckhead in regards to anything of human interest? I really don't understand the point of acting like this. I see it a lot because we all know this. I'm a nerd and love sports. Sports are the worst. And I think I think fans of anything would say their fans are the worst. Music is in there too. And I got an example for you. Sports fans are the absolute worst at like letting new fans just be fans. It's like garbage. So I'll see I see it a lot with, with women, which is sad. Um my girlfriend's a huge sports fan, but you, if you go on social media ever, you'll see like people just being like, oh, she doesn't know what she's talking about. It's women a lot. Yeah. It's, uh, oh, you're a fan? Name every player that's ever been on the team. Exactly. It's like, what if I took you to an NHL game? You've never been, right? No. To an NHL game. What if I took you to one and halfway through the first period you decided you liked it a lot and became a fan right there i don't not like hockey and it's not no, like i don't want to go to <laughs> i just want to make that clear if the opportunity presented itself to go to a leafs game i'd love to well you let me know when you find fifteen thousand dollars exactly in your couch that's cushions. why i haven't been <laughs> smug pricks charging people a billion dollars to see a hockey game god anyway that's kind of what i'm talking about though like people like say tomorrow you decided you wanted to be a leafs fan and and god forbid you tweeted that and shared with the world your newfound fandom of something instead of being welcoming 
and going awesome like welcome and and maybe asking the question who's a player you like angry beer gutted white dudes are like or oh, you're probably just a fan because you think the players are hot and exactly what you said that's like the number one one name five players on the team and it's like well, I just decided, well, okay, fuck this. I hate hockey now. Yeah. That's what happens. Like, oh, well, I can't pronounce any of the names. <laughs> yeah, the names are tricky, I'll say, you know. Those Russians, 18 Ks <laughs> in their name. Um, I'm just kidding, Russia. Don't send anybody. Um, Vlad, I love you. I don't, but, you know, wink. Um, anyway... It's so shitty to me, man. And like, I'm, I'm older now and I'm not that old, but I'm going to be 30 this year, guys. And it's, it's pretty old. It's freaking me out a little bit. I'll be honest. It doesn't Uh, make sense to me. Um, It doesn't make sense. I still feel young, you know, which (laughs) I guess is good. Uh, But I know I did this type of thing when I was a kid for sure. Here's an example. I'll veer off the sports thing. I remember, and and I know you have examples of this too, and I'd like you to share. I remember vividly, and my boys listen to this podcast, and they're going to go, yep, I remember doing it too. I remember vividly. When I first started being in a band, I discovered on a whim goofing off with Quincy, we told this story that I could like scream and do like hardcore vocals and everything. And that's, you know, I like that music. The band that first inspired me to do that was Canadian legends, Alexis on fire. And I remember being so into Alexis on fire when I was like 15. And I remember vividly getting to high school. And when their third album called crisis came out, their one video when much music was still a thing, their one video, this could be anywhere in the world, was on loop constantly. They were a huge band at that point. They were exploding all over Canada. Everyone liked them. They were this new cool hip band, right? That video dropped and they started getting tons of airplay and became popular or mainstream, if you will. And all the jockey douchebags in our school started liking the band. And it made us hate that. And we couldn't stand me and my emo alternative rock kid friends. I don't know why I motioned like a fucking Ninja Turtle there. But like we were doing battle with these people, man. I remember all of us literally doing this. We went to the mall one day bought the album and listened to it. And all of us went, this record sucks. (laughs) And years later, we were laughing about this. Me and the boys a a little while ago, we were listening to the record. I bought it on vinyl, how times change. And we're listening to it. And we, somebody said, man, this record rips. That was probably me. And, (laughs) and someone else was like, yeah, Remember when we all hated it? And I was like, I do. And the only reason we thought the record was bad was because a bunch of people that we didn't like in high school also liked it. And they would be like, hey, guys, you know, 
yeah, the Alexa on fire record rocks. And I was just like, screw you, man. I was so like negative to them. Now, a lot of those people were piece of shits and still are, but I was so anti fan when in reality I should have been fired up. Cause I, the right response would be more people are into the band. I like meaning the band theoretically should make more money and continue to live well and make more music that I'll like. You know what I mean? And now when I like bands, I try and get people hooked on them. I'm like, hey, listen to this band. Help them. You know? Because bands mm-hmm. never make money anymore. And I know I did that with sports, too. For sure I did. Uh, but now I'm a little wiser, I guess. And it bothers me so much when I just see people like, oh, name the players or whatever. It's just like, dude, you can't name half the players. You're drunk in your mom's basement on the Twitter machine acting like you're the holy god of baseball or something. I, Dude, I fucking like became a baseball fan. I've always watched the sport. I'm not dumb. I'm aware baseball exists. I've never been like into it though until about a year ago i got really into it watching the pandemic because i was uh, watching the pandemic (laughs) (laughs) just watching the germs spread Uh, no watching it during the pandemic so i was bored there's Mm -hmm. nothing on i was like oh baseball oh and then i started doing research and learning about it and i'm really into it now and i've had people i've made comments on god twitter i gotta delete it um I've made like tweets going, hey, my opinion of this play was this. And some guy will like message me the other day and was just like, what do you know? You've been watching baseball for five minutes. And I'm like, I probably know more about it than you do, though, because I get fired up about shit. I read I've read 70 books and I just like when I get really into something, I learn about it. So I probably know more than that doorknob that messaged me, but it sucks that people do this, especially sports fans, right? Because especially hockey, right? Like it doesn't make as much money as the other sports. It has a salary cap and people always complain about the salary cap and go, oh, my team can't afford to keep players. But if more fans started coming, and more fans just existed and spent money on tickets and drinks and jerseys. The league would make more money. The salary cap, if you watch a league with one of those, would go up. Mm-hmm. And your teams would keep the players. And yeah. everyone would be more stoked. It's just, it's just annoying people who have no other personality than liking the one thing that they like. So if anyone else yeah. likes it, then they have to share their personality with another person and they hate that. And it's like, guys, get a life. So like since then, you've gotten more of a life since you've stopped doing that. And that's self-improvement. <laughs> yes. I. You said that very poetically. Exactly. There are people whose personality is liking something. And that is so lame. And that's coming from one of the most passionate sport, Dude, I got shit hanging behind me, banners and shit. I don't even play for the team, you know? But I like it a lot. And, like, I I do other stuff, mm-hmm. you know? I just, I, I don't understand the vitriolic nature, if I can say that. Um, dictionary Drury over here. Um, I just don't understand why do you do this? Why do you do? 
Why That's do you the name do? of the segment, and it's my question to all you fuckheads out there that are just like, oh, somebody else likes the same thing as me. Tell me everything. And it's just like, I don't, I don't quite understand. A lot of sports fans with a peg up their ass. I don't understand it. <laughs> it's like, they get so mad, right? Just like, a, it's like a football fan sees another football, like a new football fan. And God forbid it's a woman. And they, it's, they react as if a football got shoved up their ass. It's like, mm-hmm. what happened, man? Be welcoming, you know? Like, I don't know. It, and you don't do this anywhere else, by the way. Like when you invite people over to your house for the first time and they come in and go, I like your carpet. Do you go, tell me everything about the carpet. How many threads? <laughs> oh, you like gray carpet, Carl? You think you fucking know everything about gray carpet? Tell me where it came from, Carl. Like, imagine that. That's what you're doing on the fucking internet. To Carl. And his, and his friends. Carl. Like, come on, man. You could have a new friend named Carl, but instead you ripped on him I for not knowing enough. About... Do you I really? Love... Yeah, I well, love Carl. Just by Shout nature of Carl. saying it. Yeah, Ooh. we love you, Carl. It, it, implicitly. I don't even know him, and I love him because uh, he's part of my bit now. It's just like you don't do that ever, you know, except online. When it's a team and, and you're like, can you even spell Sidney Crosby? It's just like, well, how about you spell fuck yourself and then go to bed? Just do that. Like, stop being so annoying and protectionist over every little thing you discovered. Like, I get it. It's it's like a cool feeling when, like, you're the first person to be like, hey, have you heard this band? And, and whatever. Like, okay. But share it. Like, they, they don't work for you. So, mm-hmm. like, why are you so, like, oh, nobody else can, uh. It's like, God, man, just because someone you don't like even, like those people in high school for me with Alexis on fire, just because, dude, I let myself miss out on loving a great album for, like, three years I wouldn't listen to it because I was like, oh, but that kid I hate is probably listening to it too. How stupid is that? If I could go back and spit in my own face for being such a loser, you know what? I'm the biggest loser of the week. I changed it. It, I'm blending segments. I'm sorry, guys. We're still in Why Do You Do. It's so dumb that I did that to myself. Do you not agree? Yeah, but like I get it. You're a kid who wants to be I right know. and be the first one to have the best opinion about something. So like it happens. Yeah. But like, yeah, like you sucked for it. But I mean, like you don't do it anymore. And like now you're listening to the album and you're enjoying it now. So that's all that matters. Yeah, you're yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I learned, I guess. I'm sure you've run into situations like this before, though, for sure. I think Maybe I've already talked about it on friends. the pod. Like all of my stories, <laughs> most of them, like, most of them came from college when I became friends with radio people who are very much music snobs. <laughs> oh, dude. And I do this. Music snobs are the worst. And I do this still to this day. And it's a bummer. I, I actually try and like 
think to myself if I'm talking about somebody with music, especially somebody that I know doesn't like the same music as me and vice versa. I actually try and just like think to myself, just say nothing but positive things. Because you could say to me, oh, yeah, my favorite artist is is blank. And I go, fuck that artist. They sound like shit. But only you think that, though, in this scenario. And so why do I feel the need to go out of my way and make somebody feel bad about it? Mm -hmm. And I try and like I really try and go like, you know what? That's not true. And I did that recently. I was sitting with Papa Quincy over at our buddy Rob's house. And uh, this was pre-lockdown. Don't arrest me. And we were watching a thing of, uh, that was actually very interesting. And I finished watching it when I got home. Uh, like Tom DeLong from Blink-182 was talking about like the early days of the band and how they wrote all these songs. I'm not a big fan of them. And I said some dumb comment like, ah, yeah, it's like, you know, shitty or whatever. And Quincy was just like, well, yeah, like you think that. And I was like, you know what? You're right. I'm glad you called me out for that. And you're right. It's not shitty. I just don't like it. Doesn't make it shitty. Just stop being so stupid, guys. Like, fuck. Mm -hmm. As if you were the first, like, acting like, like, the only person that can, like, have that whole, like, oh, me first. I'm the best. The only person ever that can do that is, like, the guy that discovered fire, you know? Like, (laughs) or the wheel or some shit, you know? Or the telephone guy or, you know, the pen or the (laughs) in. Or the insulin guy. Like, somebody that actually, like, was like, I figured this out. They're the only people, and coincidentally, those people tend to be, like, the least shitty. Well, sometimes. Uh, <laughs> like, are, Don't like... Don't get me started oh, on Alexander Graham Bell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently, he was a piece of shit, but I don't I know because I wasn't there. Um, they're the only ones that can have that attitude of, like, ah, I was here first. Fuck you fire all because of me like christopher columbus but like he's the wrong one like he shouldn't be feeling like that but he's the he's the fake fan i know that's what i'm saying he didn't discover (laughs) feels like that but he um is the worst (laughs) he was just the first one of his friends to walk on that rock like he was the first of his friend group and then he went back and guys i discovered a new place shut up idiot That's amazing. <laughs> All right. Do you have any? Do you have anything else you want to add to why do you do? No. Let's let's uh, kick it with reviews. Okay. Reviews. Let's do it. I am the decider of us three. I decide. Let the decider decide. I am not the suggester. I'm not having a good time with this game. We're reviewing things. We are the deciders here. <laughs> We're reviewing things. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was like first yeah. review. <laughs> you know what that sounded like, man? That sounded like a like a nervous, snotty eighteen year old me in front of a microphone for the first time. Like that's that was me <laughs> doing an impromptu impersonation of one of the people that tells me constantly that my job is easy and anyone could do it. That's them <laughs> with the live sign on you know how when you're in the recording studios and you push the button and and it goes red because you're live on the air that's 
me doing an impression of that person that constantly tells us, oh, your job's easy, anyone could do it, shitting their pants when they realize the mic's on and thousands of people are hearing them right at that moment and they don't want to sound stupid and know they are and they've made a mistake. That's what that was. We're <laughs> reviewing things. Uh... <laughs> Like paper <laughs> shuffling and shit. You're just like, yeah, yeah, is that paper or toilet paper, Tim? Because you lied and you can't speak. I love when people tell me that my job's easy. It's the shit. I love it. <laughs> I just fucking laugh. I'm like, oh, yeah, because you stuttered five times during that sentence. Tim and I'm <laughs> not saying so that's true people, I'm not saying like, stuttering no offense, is bad. but people people can't read out loud <laughs> people can't, they just can't. you don't have to happens. so it's not a skill you have to develop for the normal person but what like people happens? don't realize that <laughs> they're not good at reading out loud I know I and I know we're supposed to be reviewing things but we're reviewing people reviewing right people. now and yeah <laughs> and what happened? Like, I feel sometimes like I'm back in like, this must have been what it felt like for like those old... teachers doing like popcorn reading, like different students would have to like say a different paragraph in the book <laughs> that they'd get a kid that goes like, uh, 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 I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> even I was going to go even deeper than that. This must be what it feels like for like the old like priest scholar guys in like the 1400s when no one could read and they had to like teach an entire dumb population of crooked teethed idiots how to read and write like that's I feel like that sometimes now because I run into people sometimes and very rarely nowadays because of because uh, the old P Dem uh, but you'll run into people and in our profession there are people that like to think they're smart and that they're critical of of how we're doing something and they're they love telling us our jobs easy and I'm and and you know what easy i guess in the comparative sense of physicality we don't lift heavy boxes or anything or or you know lift hay bales respect to the farmers but honestly like Everyone can't do this. And I did an impression of one of those people three minutes ago when I said, well, reviews. Um, I, no, you can't. You can't do it. I would venture to say, and, and this is maybe even being conservative, I'd venture to say 95% of our listenership, uh, of our listenership couldn't do our job. And we love our listeners. And you guys rip. But I'm willing to say probably 95% of you could absolutely not even do this podcast and keep a coherent sentence together. There are a lot of babbling idiots out there. And and what I said earlier about stuttering, there's nothing wrong with stuttering. Ed Sheeran did it and he rips. And he's ginger. So, I mean, that's two battles. Uh, Ed Sheeran's um, kind of annoying. but No, don't say that. And no, I didn't mean what I said about gingers. I love you all. Eastland especially. <laughs> to be uh, fair, I've had my share of bits of stuttering and not making it through a sentence on this podcast. Absolutely. But that's only because I'm tired. It's nighttime. Yeah, it's nighttime. It's scary out. And <laughs> it's, it's scary out. It's scary to talk. And uh, 
yeah, a lot of people don't realize it until they're thrown in that situation. I, I would love to do that someday, like when the pandemic is over, uh, is to get some of these more, like anybody that emails us or, or says, the next time I run into somebody that tells me my job's easy, I'm going to take down their information if they'll give it to me. Like, hey, man, can I have your phone number? Because when this is over and the world is kind of normal, um, I want you to come by my place of work and do it. <laughs> I want to see you do it. Okay. I, I, I'll, I'll come to you. I'll come to your house and set this microphone up and give you a script and go, go ahead. God. No mistakes. <laughs> no mistakes. Um, or Satan will consume your soul. What? Wow. Uh, Oh my God. Uh, I'm just kidding. This is not an occult podcast. So... You can listen, <laughs> but we're not part of your cult. So uh, let's actually review stuff. Let's review stuff. Um... <laughs> this is <some> reviews. <laughs> this... <laughs> All right. Uh, we are going to review that um, documentary. This is a robbery. Oh, you want me to start? Okay. I want you to start. Hoss in sure. the baton. I'll start it. Um, would I be interested in buying raffle tickets? Oh my god, the messages I get. Oh, yeah, well, put your phone their, away while we're podcasting. It's for their. Uh, it's for their canceled wedding. I'll help my friends. Jesus, um, yeah, no one cares you're getting married, eh? You know, I. That's true. Uh, it's a mean thing to say, but it's also true. I don't care that people want to get married. Anyway, good Weddings for that. are only oh, fun God. when it's not in a pandemic, so you can have a bunch of fun dancing with friends and drinking free alcohol. I'm gonna, That's what weddings are for. I'm going to get married to myself, and I'm going to fucking dance by myself, too. To Dancing with Myself by Billy Idol. I'll play that. That'll be my one dance. It'll be my my self-self dance. You know how they do like the father-daughter dance? I'm going to be doing a self-dance to dancing with myself and that'll be it and i'll review it after and now i'll review that movie you talked about it uh it was a show actually yeah i watched this fucking show on netflix and i felt so robbed of my time um Ooh. like it was intriguing but the biggest thing that bothered me about it and this is probably a, a some people would think a stupid criticism but they didn't solve it and so <laughs> why did you put it out I didn't want to waste all this time learning all of these details to have you tell me at the end you don't know. Like, that's dumb. And it's <laughs> Spoiler <not>. alert. <laughs> it's only dumb because, and, and I'll tell you in a minute why it's not really a spoiler. Mm. It sort of is to people that maybe aren't familiar with the story, but for people that remember it, it's not a spoiler. But here's why it's dumb. It didn't immediately come across as not being solved do you know what i mean like when you see a title that says this is a robbery and you see the little mini trailer that netflix plays when you hover over something you go like i did oh that looks cool and obviously they solved it i want to see how this all came together and so I watched it and did not get the satisfaction. I can't get, no, I hate the Rolling Stones. Um, I didn't get the satisfaction of, of having that, right? Because when you scroll over a title on Netflix that says 
unsolved mysteries. I go in knowing that they're unsolved. And and it's my choice, my choice, if I watch that and I go in going, I have the information, it's still intriguing, but I know it's unsolved. And again, this is probably a dumb complaint to most people, but I went into this thinking I'm going to get to this amazing climax. And I, it's like watching Harry Potter and it just ends after the fifth one. You're like, well, but kind of like what Game of Thrones is. Um, I, I just, it pissed me off and like, basically what it is quickly is it, it chronicles the, uh, most expensive art heist of all time from the, I think it's called the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum, which is in Boston and, uh, it's in Boston. That's better. Boston because, uh, this rich lady from the 1800s or whatever built this Venetian style palace. And when she died, she, in her will, she wanted it to be preserved and become an art gallery. And it did. And these people run it and hooray, I guess in 1990, maybe 90 or 91, whatever, uh, two guys disguised as Boston police officers got in during night security and robbed it. And they stole these 13 pieces of art that were worth like $200 million collectively, including particularly this really famous Rembrandt painting called, I think, Storm on the Sea of Galilee. And apparently it's a really significant art piece or whatever, not to shit on the art world uh, and sound like a dick. But it's really significant, apparently, because it's the only seascape this Rembrandt guy ever painted. He's a really famous painter or some shit. I know who Da Vinci is. Um, so, yeah, they stole this and they take you through the whole thing. And there's like all these mob connections and they stole it, and, you know, and they were going to sell it on the black market, whatever. But they get to the end of it and they figure out they know who it was in this crime syndicate that committed the robberies. And I'm like, oh, neat. That's cool. But they never found the paintings, like which pissed me off. I was I spent all this time thinking, oh, we're like it's going to be really good where they found it, right? It'll be like this cool unearthing of this painting, and they fucking never found it. And it's an ongoing thing, and it's one of the most like intriguing crime dramas in American history or whatever. Because no, still to this day, no one knows where these goddamn paintings are. Um, I don't think they've recovered any of them, uh, including this really expensive one. But yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, man. It, I don't know if I can recommend watching this. Like, cause it was like, no one got killed or anything. Not that people need to get killed to make something interesting. Um, that it sounded hurt, really, though. yeah, it's, <laughs> it doesn't hurt. It, yeah, it's, we sound like sadists. Um, but yeah, it was just disappointing because you're like, well, you don't know anything more than I do now, I feel. Because <laughs> you still don't have these goddamn paintings. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It pissed me off. What's yours? You got you got anything you want to share? Yeah. Um, uh, the show Solar Opposites. Have you heard of it? Seen it? No. What is this? Okay. It's... um. I think there's 16 episodes. I think it's renewed for a second season. Let I haven't watched guess. all the episodes. Let, let me guess. Sure. It's called Solar Opposites. 
Is it a fucking show about an alien girl from another world falling in love with someone from Earth? I wish. No, it's about an alien family, kind oh, of. So it's I nailed that. Alien, of course. Um, it's two. Um, they're not really a family um, because it's. But like you get paired up with someone and then in their alien land planet that they're from and then they you get paired up with someone and then you get a clone of yourself that like grows up so like you raise a clone of yourself as a child though and a family so there's two adults and two kids um and they're so it's these two guys and then for some reason one of the clones is a girl he just made his clone self a female um so these kids are so they crash land on earth and their job is to um raise this like little slug alien thing to grow up and destroy the world um but their ship got destroyed so they're trying to fix their ship while like they raise this thing that's going to destroy the earth so they're just living on earth um it's a animated comedy it's by the writers uh, the creators of rick and morty ah <laughs> um yeah so it's yeah these kids going to school these adults trying to live on earth and fix and getting on to wacky hijinks but there's also this subplot of um the kids shrink down people in daily life that just like piss them off like they like the school bully like this teacher this random person like on the sidewalk that they don't like to shrink them down when they bug them and then they have this like tunnel cave system in their wall like kind of like a big like terrarium like terrarium display kind of thing but with a bunch of different like little boxes and it's this whole subplot of like (laughs) just like mad max like vibes like people like trying to survive like killing each other they only feed them candy so they're all these diabetics trying to get insulin and like killing each other and there's someone like in charge like ruling over like you get this and you can have that food like giving it and it's so funny and messed up and it's the the wall part is the best part of uh, the whole show um disney plus only has like maybe five episodes there's like 16 in total so i haven't watched them all but i would definitely recommend it if you like rick and morty comedy which i don't like rick and morty but i like solar opposites so i think it's a good watch okay yeah so that just sounds like an animated version of third rock from the sun on steroids okay i've never seen third rock from the sun ah well fuck now it's not fun because i made a reference you don't understand um okay so yeah um i'll check it out i'm not super into like despite reviewing things a lot of shows lately i've been playing some new games i mentioned control Mm -hmm. earlier that's i was also gonna review a game if we wanted to uh, I'll, I'll quickly say, cause I only have one last thing. Yeah. I, I started for you anime nerds. I started watching the Castlevania Netflix series. It's awesome. It's got everything a kid could want. Dracula, blood, body parts everywhere. Uh, heroes, villains, good, bad. You know what I mean? Swords, moonlight. Uh, yeah, night creatures, um, aka Minneapolis police officers. Um, oh, commentary, yeah, uh oh. And, um, I very much enjoyed it, and it inspired me to go back and play Castlevania Symphony of the Night, which is the greatest platforming game of all 
time, I think. Uh, you you have a game to review, though. I would love to hear about yeah. this. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a game for couples or just two people. It's called It Takes Two. Um, yeah, it's it's fun. You can play it um, on um, most devices that I th- I think Xbox, PlayStation, PC, but not the not Nintendo Switch. Um, we've been playing it on the PC, Travis and I. Um, okay. Yeah, so it's it gets kind of deep and like emotional. It's about this couple going through a divorce at the very first like scene explaining the whole game and like the daughter being upset. She pulls out this book she got at like a garage a garage sale or something about like trying to make love work and she like um reads something from it and like cries into it and uh, suddenly her parents become these dolls she created and the book comes to life and the book explains to the parents like you can't uh, become your normal um, human selves again until you work things out and the book is super like <laughs> the book <laughs> comes up in all the cutscenes, like with his like hello little like I am the book blah, that kind of voice <laughs> oh no it's Sebastian from Little Mermaid <laughs> but like on annoying steroids like if there's one inanimate object from a video game that I could just punch I would just love to punch it and just fuck that shit up because it's so annoying. Um, but the gameplay, it's it's it starts off like really easy telling you exactly what to do. And then you beat the first boss. And then like the second part of the game gets like like increasingly more difficult, but like still eat like still like you can do it and like go through the rest of the game. But like the jump in difficulty, it was um pretty high, like not not as gradual as you'd think, but it's a good game, and I definitely recommend it if you're looking for a game that, like, for two people that you want to like play together. So, what it's, kind of game is it? Like, what? Are right. You so, I you're going. You're so you start off in like this shed garage that you're trying to. Um, you're tiny, right? So you're trying to get across this like cavern, like this whole mess of a thing, like this obstacle course to like get to your daughter to like have her help you because obviously she'd know what to do for some reason. Um, is so, it a role playing <laughs> game then? No, no, you're just these dolls now trying. So like you have different. So it's an adventure game, I yeah, guess. Yeah, it's an adventure what game. You'd say I would, okay. I would think. Yeah, okay. so yeah, you're just trying to beat this mission. You go to a boss. Your first boss is a vacuum cleaner, and it's mad because you, um, when you're uh, you were a human, you didn't fix it and you let it like get all broken. Um, so yeah, you go through this like obstacle course type thing, like working together to solve different puzzles. But then you kind of have to defeat the boss, and then you move. It, yeah, like I don't know. Like look up the trailer. <laughs> it's fun. I. <laughs> I will. Yeah, it sounds fun. Divorce. Always a good time. Yeah, it um, starts off. I'm like, what the hell? This is so heavy. But then it's fine. And then and then they get all jokey and like, oh, you guys are going to fall in love again. Well, that's cute that it does that. You've beaten the game, I assume. I like, not. You, oh, <laughs> OK. Like, so you're you're on the journey then. That's cool. Uh, quick tip for anybody. If you want to play a game that's like very immersive simple to play and very heavy and takes some crazy twists and turns. I feel like I've said this on a pod before because we did the pod last year and that feels like a past life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know anything I've ever said, but um, play Firewatch. If you've never played Firewatch, check that shit out. 
What an emotional journey. Um, that's great. Well, we did eventually review stuff. We we were true to the name. And um, Before we wrap up here, um, I did have another little story that didn't fit into any of the categories. <laughs> well, that's okay. This <laughs> we is don't our have show. A personal, yeah, we don't have a, a personal story time category. So maybe yeah. that's something that we should look into, a new segment. Yeah, exactly. Um, so this week, I've been working from home, obviously. I'm in the spare room. I, my window's facing the front, and I got this giant, like, spruce tree. And I got um, – on Monday, um, it's Wednesday we're recording this, Monday uh, I see a dove, a single dove just in the tree, and I get so sad, right? Because doves come in pairs. Doves, uh -huh. so they meet for life. So I'm like, this dove is alone? Its partner's dead? And now I have to watch this single dove all day? I was so sad. Tuesday happens. Both doves are there. So nice. I'm thinking, all right, they took the day to split up, find a good place to put their nest. I'm thinking they've collaborated. They're yeah, making, they're going on this. So they've chosen my tree to make their nest. So what I'm assuming is the female dove. Um, is, she's probably pregnant. She's gonna lay her babies. The male dove. I'm assuming. I don't know anything, but that's what I, um has been going around bringing okay. back twigs one by I one. I figured you talked to them. Well. <laughs> I figured they told you. <laughs> I opened the window so I can hear them. Oh, good. <laughs> I can hear them talk like, I, I can't. <laughs> Something okay. like that, you know. Yeah, sound. close enough. Um, it's so cute. Um, one time I was nervous because the dove landed on the wrong branch. And I was like, oh, no, he's lost. He doesn't know where his wife is. Um, but he found the right branch, so it was fine. Um, so basically what I'm asking is for help naming them. Because obviously I'm going to have to name them because they're going to be around forever. So I have some options that we can put and into a poll. Why do you need help? Okay. We Go can ahead. put into a poll. I want people to vote on it or submit their own names. So off, off the top, Daryl and Doris. Okay. Is that like from something or they just sound nice together? Oh, it just sounds like Daryl and Doris Dove. That's nice. All right. Okay. All right. But I was thinking things from something. So I was thinking a true love match. Jake and Amy, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, okay. They'll be their namesakes. Um, Cronk uh, and Yzma. But they <laughs> weren't in love. Was, I know, but it's, they're, they're just wacky pals, you know? Also, I don't know their she situation. Was like, she, I just well, think the names would be funny, okay? Yeah, okay, because Yzma was like 400 years old. Yeah, it's fine. It's just a cute... Oh, yeah. Okay, so that one doesn't get your vote. That's fine. Okay. Also, a, you know, a classic Lady and the Tramp, you know, classic star-crossed lovers. <laughs> lady and the Tramp? Those aren't names. Yes, they are. They're not. You're going to call the guy Tramp? Like, that's a little... Maybe. I mean, you weren't going to call her Tramp, were you? Disrespectful. Can you imagine that? Somehow the doves actually do start talking to you and you, you hear yeah, them argue... You hear them arguing one day because he's not the father. And then you watch an episode of Dove Jerry Springer. Oh, See, my well, God. I want the names How funny cute would that be? And, like, maybe from Cosmo Wanda. Like, oh, Fairly, fairly Odd, odd parents. parents. Okay. That's a good one. Yes. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll get a poll going. Throw out some suggestions. You guys tell me what to name the doves. I'll give you guys updates if I see eggs or baby doves in the future. 
It's a fun. It's going to be a fun summer. Oh my god! <laughs> it's going to be a fun summer watching doves have a family. That's yes. What, do you, that's do you not remember now. how much I like birds? Yeah, I know you like birds, but just like now I get to watch a family of birds blossom before my eyes every you're day. You're making while I me work. sad. You're making me really sad. And I'm really upset that this is where we're at in life. This is so, I'm so excited about this. This has nothing to do with the pandemic. This, I have to stare out this window all day. It is to to do with it. Now I get to see a bird bring twigs to his home. That's so nice. And then the other dove is just waiting for him. And then he keeps doing it. They could be right there right now. I can't see him because it's nighttime. Their nest isn't finished yet. Someone help. I think you're in the wrong here by thinking I'm crazy. I don't think you're crazy. I think you're bored. I think this is very exciting. Well, okay. I mean, it's it's not it's not nothing. It, it but it but is it something? That's a question to leave you hanging on, isn't it? <laughs> We're so excited for Daryl and Doris Dove to give birth to Danny, Derek, and uh, Daphne Dove. They're going to have triplets. Um, they, they visited last week. I'm kind of leaning towards that's... Cosmo Wanda. They're a fun okay. combo because they fly, you know? Well, they grant wishes. My wish was for more birds in my life. Oh. Here we go. Okay. That's the podcast. <laughs> Uh, get fired up about doves. Um, I I don't, I'm at a loss right now. I've turned into the, one of the bumbling idiots. I don't even know where to go after that. <laughs> I have, that sucked all of the energy out of That makes me so sad that you don't think this is interesting. It makes me sad that you're this fired up about it. And like you do you, our motto, but uh, man. Doves, you are psyched about watching doves build a nest, and it's I just right in can't... front of me. What are the? They chose me. What are the odds? You were about to say, "What are the odds?" Pretty yeah. fucking good. It's There's a so many trees on my street. They could have uh, been There's any a of lot them. of birds. I guess. Uh, I just don't. I just don't. Uh, pardon me for not celebrating along with okay, you. Okay, well, that get you this. Get this. Bird get this. Uh-huh. We've also had a woodpecker on our lawn the other day. There's two blue jays and two cardinals that fly around our backyard every day. But I don't see them because I'm out the front window. Well, I look out the front window every day. But we have those birds that my parents see who look out the back window every day. I'm glad you all have birds. It's crazy. Friends. So many. And then we have Chester the squirrel that we feed nuts to every day on our deck. We put out a pile of nuts. And then, and then sometimes Eric the red squirrel comes, but usually it's Chester the black squirrel. And then we feed our, our squirrel friends. Someone this is normal. Help. Someone help. This is send, normal. Send, hey, Elon Musk, if you're listening, and we know you are, buddy. Uh, I don't want to go to Mars, by the way, so stop emailing me. Uh I just want you to, when you finally design like the home androids, send the first one to the Robertson family. They need help. They need a friend. 
Fiona needs somebody to talk to other than this. You know about the time that we saved that baby seagull. We love that you guys listen to this podcast. It's everywhere. I mean, we've got the pre-recorded intro or extra. I'm so messed up now. (laughs) I can't even absorb thoughts. I've broken you. I finally have something to care about. (laughs) And you hate it. I don't hate it. I just don't care. It's like, and, and, and you care too much. It's I don't so, care too much. I care the appropriate amount. No, you. Yes. Dude, I actually have tears coming into my eyes, and they're tears of sadness because you just <laughs> uttered the words. I finally have something to care about, <laughs> and it's because you're watching fucking Swan Lake Two in your tree in <laughs> real life. Oh my god. Oh, it's so no, sad. No, and then it's so sweet because I open the window and then Epic joins me and watches the birds with me. Oh. Cuz she loves them and by loves them oh. she probably wants She's to having them. a different She's like I'm But we're both watching and it's it's nice bonding. Oh my god. Oh, that's so funny and sad at the same time. You're wrong. Um, um, but anyway, thanks for wa- listening. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks for while listening, everybody. We appreciate it. Uh, stay tuned at the end for a rip roaring song where we tell you where you can find this podcast and how to get a hold of us anytime we want to hear from you. We love you guys. And uh, World Tour 2022 still on the docket. Uh, we will not be bringing the doves with us at all. And um, hey, guys, just uh, in closing, um, learn the difference between a taser and a gun. I feel like it's not that hard. That's our life lesson for today. Tasers well aren't said. guns. Peace out. You know what to do, Fiona. Oh, I didn't know what to do for a second. <laughs>